0: Welcome back once again to another edition of the Diggy A2 podcast First off, I want to talk to the haters real quick So we're getting a lot of hate nowadays, man It's just like it's unnecessary, you know what I mean? Um, We have built a platform uh, from the ground up and you know what I'm going to say to the haters? Keep hating because I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep grinding. And uh, I'm going to stay down when my ride or dies. So if you're down with me, I'm going to down for you. But uh, and all that being said, man, like I, I I have shown nothing but positive love and impact. And I want everybody around me to to get money. Uh, but some folks, I want you to get your paper, just not at my table. All right? but, but that being said, man, I want to bring back, uh, I'm going to introduce this guy real quick. So this guy here uh, that I'm going to bring in as my special guest today. He's a good friend of mine. He is a fan favorite. He was on four episodes in season one. And he is probably one of the most intelligent, articulate, hip-hop historians that I've come across in a long time. And his name is AJ P-Dub Paris and the Place to Be. He is back for the fans. AJ was good, my dude. How are you, my brother? Let me bring you in, man.
1: There you go. How are hey, you, my brother? How are you? How are you? Hey, 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 Rob. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I think uh, that intro is uh, probably a little a little too much, you know, whatever. But, you know, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I've been busy. So it wasn't like I didn't support. It just said I had other things that I had to support, you know?
0: I feel you, man. And uh, if, for all you that don't know, AJ recently got married, so he's going through a lot. So congratulations, my dude, on your recent marriage. Uh, your beautiful bride. I saw pictures, man. It looked like a great ceremony. I wish I could be there, man. I just been crazy busy, but uh, much love going out to you and your wife, man. And uh, glad to have you here on the show with me today, man. So I'm so excited, man. I, you have no idea. And the fans have been asking, calling, text messaging, like, "Yo, bring that, bring that guy back from the Beastie Boys." So I brought him back. This is for the fans. This is for the fans right now. AJP Dub right. is in the building for the fans right now, alright? Uh, but I brought AJ back for this particular episode with De La Soul uh, for lots of reasons. One, because of his hip-hop knowledge, and two, because I thought that this episode with De La Soul would fit into AJ's uh wheelhouse. So that, we'll talk a little bit more about that um here in a second. But the group that we're talking about today is De La Paint homage to Plug 1, Plug 2, Plug 3. Alright, so they grew up together in Amityville, New York, and uh, they've been friends for a long time. And we're going to focus primarily with them in the period of the shift. However, their first album, Three Feet High and the Rising, came out in March of 89. So I'm going to slide that into this uh, segment here today because of its significance to hip-hop. And I'll talk a little more about that here in a second. But... I'm going to roll down some accolades for you all real quick so you all can check this out. Uh, They are a one-time Grammy winner. They were uh, honored at the 2008 Hip Hop Honors Award Ceremony. Their first album, Three Feet High and Rising, is a platinum album. Some of the hits off of there was The Magic Number, which is like one of the first songs in the beginning. I like that. Uh, Potholes in My Lawn. Say No Go, which has like a a Hall of Notes kind of throwback feel to it. Uh, Plug Tuning, which I love, Buddy, which I love, and Me, Myself, and Eyes. And also, it was one of the first hip-hop albums to start the skits. Like, you know, as we progress into hip-hop, a lot of artists started doing those little funny little skits and things like that. So they were the first album to actually, actually do that in hip-hop. So uh, so mash shout out to Three, Three Feet High and Rising. The second album, though, uh, De La Soul is Dead, is one of the 45 albums from The Source magazine to receive the coveted Five Mics title. And they didn't go back and give them Five Mics. They earned it when the album came out to show its significance to the culture. So with that in mind, uh, some of the hits off of there. This This one came out in May of 1991. Uh uh some of the out some of the songs that I listened to was Rose Kitten Rink, uh Saturdays, uh Biddies, Oodles of O's, uh Biddies in the Biddies in BK Lounge, like that one when the girl comes back at the at the dudes, right, AJ? Uh Ring 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 Past the Plugs, which I know me and AJ wanna talk about. That, that that song is is fire, yo. Uh, then we have Millie Pulled the Gun and Keep the Face. So we'll talk about Millie Pulled the Gun and its significance. Uh, there's a hidden message in that one as well, too. Uh, so five mics from the source, Gold Cells, the first one, uh, got Platinum Cells. And then their third album, which is the Balloon mind State, which I think is a superior hip-hop album. Uh, received five and a half mics from the source. So some of those that you all may remember from September 93 is Patty Duke, which has a uh, guest appearance from Guru of Gangstar. Ego tripping, one of my favorites. I'll be blowing. I am my B, Break of Dawn, and Stone Age with uh, Biz Marquis. So that is who we're going to be talking about for this session here. So once again, shout out to AJ for spending time on his busy schedule, hanging out with me, and for all our fans and listeners and watchers all over the world, thanks again, AJ, and I appreciate you so much, brother, for taking time, man. So let's kick things off, man. So AJ, the first question that I have for you, my dude, is – so when we're talking about De La Soul and their impact, their staple, their stamp on hip hop in the early 90s, uh, what do you think their significance and their importance is to that particular era in hip hop? Talking about from 1990
1: to 1994. Okay, so I know you're trying to prevent me from going back six months prior to that. <laughs> I know you're trying to keep it 90s, but- Go ahead, bro, go they, ahead. They, 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 they I, the, I think the perfect word for them is change because when they came out the era was like kind of like dancey either dancey hip-hop or you had gangster rap was was all over the place in the late 80s and so they and they came out with their their own personal style to represent like the other kids you know the other kids in school that people don't pay attention to and stuff like that. So that, to me, that's what they came out with. And they, they came out with change. It was different. Um, it, They did have a poppy tune, of course, you know, me, myself and I was, Um it, it was a club favorite. Yeah. It, it was, it, it was, it was hitting, but it was the other songs that, that really designed them. And when I say change, think about this, like, we we mentioned it off 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 camera. Yeah, I think they they created more of a a revolution for um like not groups but uh, like a society. So like yeah. their society was they came out the native tongue. So they they had a society of of people that are very similar in the in their style with with tribe. Um, and in the few others and i don't want to get into them because we're talking about daylight. yeah they they create to me they created that because there really wasn't any type of society movement in, in in rap back then in hip-hop back then yeah you know you had people sign people on to them but they said this is us and this is going to be our society and and so after that then you had the other societies the you know um Glow the Underground and uh, the Naughty by Nature Societies. And, you know, so you had all these other types um, yeah. that came out, but nothing really before them. And, and so that was something I really picked up on when I started thinking about the show and started doing my research. And I was like, wait a second. You know, that, I think that that would be a word that they that they may have created, you know, a movement or society. I like the word society because they had Similar people, but different, you know? Um, yeah. Even, like, like Queen Latifah was part of them, you know, part of their society, you know? That's, true. And, That's so, true. and they came out different, where everything was going in either direction A or direction B, and they came out with direction uh, W. Or <laughs> yeah. Way yeah. the F out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they, they created a lane out of no lane. And the you, you talk about the, the one word, the one word that popped up in my head about De La Soul is unappreciated. Hip hop, we gotta give De La Soul more props. Like, I don't think people understand, uh, and AJ, I want you, I'm gonna pass the mic back to you on this one here in a second. I don't think people understand uh, the significance of De La Soul and their sound and their sampling. If you go back and listen to the first two albums in specific, uh, De La Soul was dead, and Three Feet High and Rising. So De La Sola as I mentioned, got five mics from The Source magazine. So not, they didn't go back and give them five mics. They got five mics when the album was released. So they knew right off the bat that this is a superior album that we need to uh, enshrine in a sense. So with that in mind, AJ, we're talking about the sound from Three Feet High and Rising and then they kind of graduated a little bit. They progressed uh from the first album to the second album now the first album uh is in the library of congress matter of fact that's how significant yes. that that album is so it's, it's so significant to the culture to hip-hop that that it's criminally just unappreciated like i don't understand how de la soul is not mentioned in the, the top hip-hop groups and yeah they went back and gave the hip-hop honors in 2008 all that stuff is great but uh they, they, the hip-hop owes them a lot more but when it comes to the sound i want to talk about the sound for a second aj because you're a really uh keeper of the sound uh especially with some of the things that you have uh intricately talked about in from last season uh but when we talk about the sound from three feet high and rising and then de la soul is dead tell me a little bit about the things that you that resonate with you in regards to the sound of their music
1: one, one thing about them especially three feet high and rising every song sounded different you know they they had their flow that was was consistent on, on just about every song, but each song you, 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 it takes you into a different chapter, a, a different story, and just a different sound. And they yeah, they did a lot of sampling before uh, sampling would, became a an issue in the industry, <laughs> yeah. where people wanted wanted credits and money and all this stuff. Yeah, you know, it was so heavily sampled. But even with their samples, they it reminds you of like um with like like how twister and, and kanye did uh through the fire yeah and yeah and they they spun it up you know and they spun up the the rpms of the song and everything um so you go back to to three feet high and rising and, and guess what they they did that in 1989
0: 89 you know? yes sir, yes, sir. It,
1: it wasn't nothing new it, it, it and you know with their their you know genius producer prince paul prince was, paul
0: this salute to genius. prince paul yes sir oh absolutely
1: gosh.
0: yes salute man way ahead Thanks. of this time um so that was maybe back to thinking about um say no go which is on the first album where they where they flip Hall of notes uh their 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 song where they flip it. i was like yo like who the hell is thinking about this stuff, like, at that time, where they flipped it? And there's so many other, like, plug tune it. And then, you know, of course, my favorite uh, is Buddy, when they're like, Mina, 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 Mina. Oh, yeah. Mina, 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 Mina. Yo, that shit is so dope, man. And then they were the first ones to, to do, like, remixing. So, like, the the album version is not the same one that they put out on the video. So the video is actually the remix. So if y'all go out back and do your homework or watch the music video, it's the remix of the actual uh, version that's on the album. But then they, had, they brought in, uh, you know, Tribe Called Quest and they brought in Money Love. And I think Queen Latifah has a skit at the end of it. So it was really, really cool, really clever. And then they graduated, what I would say, they graduated to De La Soul Was Dead. So AJ talked to me, man, De La Soul Was Dead, a five mic album, a classic album in hip hop. Um, so how did you resonate with that album?
1: I, it, it, to me, it was an answer to their first album. And I say that because their first album, Three Feet High and Rising, you know, it, it, it did something phenomenal. It was a change and everything, but then they, they had to come up with an answer, but not a, they didn't shift too much of what they, their, they they their their style is right, right but they had to come up with an answer because you know they they were getting like this all over the place you know soft, they soft you know this i'll say it the hippie thing but yeah it wasn't yeah. them you know yeah and i i think maybe the hippie thing came out because yeah they, they their clothing at the time the album cover is kind of you know the daisy thing whatever so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean so they they may have been you know, stamped like that, you know, but they came out and people looked at it and I believe, um, ring, ring, ring was the first one that came yep. out. If I might be wrong, but no, I know you're that good. Like yep. the video that came out. and people, I think people looked at Dale. I was like, Whoa, who? this, this isn't the, the plug one, plug two. This isn't the plug tune And this with potholes that, yeah, no, they, they said, you know what? We did that. And, and so we're gonna do this Here, here's the poppy one here's the one that's gonna make us a few dollars because that's what our record company said we have to do right but then then here's the daylight and guess what we got the answers and we're going to give you some of these answers on pass the peas pass the plugs you know Woof. pass the plugs. there's a sub, there's like a subliminal line in there that people don't even you <laughs> won't even realize and you'll go google it you're gonna google it after we talk about after
0: we talk you know, about it that's right
1: arsenio diss us but the crowd kept clapping and you know what even after i heard that i was like i remember that you know <laughs> and so i did the same thing i did the google i said i remember that i remember that because i used to watch our singing hall all the time
0: every and night and yes sir he wasn't
1: the only one they weren't the only ones that got this he dissed a lot of people and then we'll throw him on the stage and let them let them sing so he can get his whatever money for it or whatever yeah you know and so it it, it was kind of awkward, but I'm so glad they said that. And that's all they needed to say was that one line, and they they didn't destroy him, but they 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 put enough out there to make people think and, and really appreciate this the second album that that came out. I, and I it, it was phenomenal. I completely I agree
0: with you. Best
1: song of the album.
0: I completely agree. Past the plugs or past the peas, like it used to be. Um, it has like a uh, Eric B. and Rakim uh, sample. I want to say. Uh, I want to say it's Eric B for president. I think is what his samples, actually is what it's like the like the loop is off that out. Of the, it's you guys yeah. go and I mean, check it out. Like if you're if you call yourself a hip hop head if you have not heard La Silva's Dead like you need to go back and review your notes and go and look at it and check it that out uh, because. It is uh, just masterfully put together from top to bottom. Uh, I think the second song is Oodles of O's, uh, where it's like a a really, really nice tune to it. Um, I like roller skating rink, uh, the Saturdays, which is dope. I like ring, ring, ring. So ring, 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 you know, for those of us who are uh, older to remember back in the day, it's talking about uh, uh, guys submitting uh, was it demo tapes right so every time you call the, the guy to submit your tape you get the answering servers right so it's <laughs> two 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 i got an answer machine that will talk to you right so that's what it's talking about they don't want your damn you don't want your tapes they're tired of that stuff man so it's just massively put together and then what i also would tell you all that millie millie had a millie pulled a gun uh was another song that was a hit It didn't get a lot of momentum as Ring, Ring, Ring or with Saturdays, but the undertone to that song is about a girl who gets molested by her dad, yo. Like, these guys were geniuses, and that is the reason why I think at the time I'm so glad hip-hop gave them five mics. It is solidified in hip-hop history, and it, it, it deserves its due for sure. So from there, they went to the balloon mind state. So they had a little bit of success, right? They are kind of feeling themselves a little bit. Then they went to the balloon mind state, which was released in September 93. Now I remember the balloon mind state pretty vividly because I remember ego tripping. So if you remember ego tripping in the video, they like having a good time, wilding out. But if you look really close at the video, like they're making fun of Tupac. They're making fun of like, like picking, picking at like the, the hip-hop at the time that's like mainstream so they were so so the balloon mind state is to blow up but not go pop so think about that yeah. for a thing, right you want to blow up but you want to go pop you want to cross over and the messaging in the entire album is all about that theme like being big but not crossing over they didn't want they, they, they want to be famous they didn't want to cross over and, and you know give up their integrity about their sound which is genius man it's 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 genius. It's genius, you guys. So I think they're criminally underrated, underappreciated from the hip-hop uh, community. So uh, with that in mind, AJ, I want to let you get the last word on this, man, then we we'll start to wrap things up. So right. if you were to sit down with a young buck right now who had never heard of De La Soul in their entire life, which album do you have them sit down and listen to and why?
1: You know what? I, I, I'll, I'm just going to switch that just a tad. Yeah, all right? I got you. I, I would tell them, to google or whatever use your favorite search engine i don't want to think like i'm right right go ahead and do that um mtv unplugged and and put their their um their name in there and you'll see like three groups you know tribe ll and then when they came on yeah they did two songs and mtv to me screwed them over because they ran the credits on while they're doing buddy but they did ring 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 in this acoustic version that was just phenomenal. Yeah. All right. I would say, listen to that. Listen to those two songs. You get one of the great ones off the second album and then one of the best songs off their first album in a De La Sound, but acoustic live concert version. And just the way they transition from song to song, it just, you didn't even know it transitioned. And it, it yeah. was just, it was just so awesome. And, and so I say that because then, then you go and you take it, and you have to listen to three feet high and rising to me to understand. Daylight De is dead. Sure. Because they like like you said, there's there's so many different undertones in um, Daylight De is Dead. You, you could pick up things um, from it and be like, wow, that's what, so. This is why they did this album, similar but different than the first one. Yeah. You know? um, and, and so I would say, do it like you're watching like Star Wars or, or whatever. You go right, right. I was thinking the, the same thing,
0: like a trilogy, you know? yo. I was thinking the yeah. same thing. I was thinking the yeah. same thing, man. Like if you're gonna sit down and, and really do De La homage, you have to listen to the first three albums in succession. Is what I was. I would say the same yeah. exact thing. So if you but, really want to, yeah, go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. Go
1: ahead, dude. I, I mean, it's, I not I just want to do that so I don't forget this note, but go ahead. I I, I didn't mean to uh, stop you. So,
0: so yeah. So let's talk about that. So if you were to tell them to go and find the music, (laughs) that's where I was going. (laughs) Where are we going to find it at? Right? So AJ talk to, talk to the fans about that. So why is it that they cannot find De La Soul's first four albums on any streaming platform? So why
1: is that? Because they were in some type of contract dispute whatsoever in a large company, bought out the smaller company and maybe because the, there's so much sampling, the heavy sampling and everything that they didn't want to get, you know, get all these millions of lawsuits or anything like that. Um, but they have no digital rights to their music. So one thing I was reading, I thought it was funny. One day they said, you know what? We so all the, the first four albums. You, you can get their later stuff. Yeah, so Their fourth, four four albums. They actually did like a an announcement somewhere. And you can download it. You know, you, you you register, and they'll send you an email in, in a zip file, and you had all their music until that large uh, record company shut it down. And like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. But you, you know, and so that's why you don't see them on the the iTunes and and the Spotify's and stuff like that. But you know, you, you do a little bit of uh, typing your fingers on the on the keyboard in certain, uh, you know. Uh, search engines, you'll you'll
0: find the music. You'll find yeah, the music. man. And yeah. what did uh? I know we haven't gotten there yet. The tribe called Quest, which is our season headliner. But one of the things I remember Q-Tip saying, he said, "Industry rule number four thousand eighty. Record company people are shady, man. Like mm-hmm. you got to watch watch out for yourself, man. I'm like shady, shady. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you got to be careful, man. But Real yes. I Soul, man. Like if you guys ever watch this show, like I'm a huge fan, and and I I feel I. I feel heartbroken for you guys. That's the the other emotion that I feel because you all brought so much to hip hop, like so much sound and sampling and like things and experimental that no one else was gonna try to do in the early nineties. And I salute Mm -hmm. you guys and I'm a huge, huge fan. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. uh, So with that being said, AJ, we're gonna wrap things up with the, uh, as we've been doing in season two, the Trayvon Martin hood of salute my good dude. So. I'm going to pass the mic over to AJ first. So AJ, who are your shout outs going to this week, my good sir?
1: Well, one in first person is always you, man. This is, you know, you, you, you creating this movement and I, I feel honored to be part of, you know, this with you. Um, So uh, it definitely goes out to you. You know, uh, I want to, you know, we just said Veterans Day yesterday, so I wanna, you know, salute the veterans. You know, we're we we are them as well. So we salute each other. Um and I guess my my last shot my shout out would be like, you know, let, let's get um K Dog. Let give him give him some shout outs. You know, he's you know he's going through a few things right now, you know. Um and, and so like tomorrow's my, my dad's birthday and you know, he passed away back in, in April. So this is I, I really like to give a good shout out to my dad up there you know and so other than that you know just all, all the all the hip-hop folks out there the historians you know those who those who listen to the albums for the album and not just for you know because that's the, the hottest song on the radio or something like that do it for the album you know they they, they 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 need us to do that and that that's what i would say
0: uh, AJ, I appreciate it, man. And so like when you're saying that, you know, like a lot of us, well I won't say us. So I I think I think we're a little bit above average when it comes to hip hop, is what I would say. I, I I'm not a historian. I'm a fan. I wanna I wanna put that out there for everybody out there. Like I'm not an AR, I'm not a record label person, I'm just a fan who decided to do a podcast with his homeboys and this is what it came out to be, right? So but what I will say is like, you know, when we doing these episodes and everything, like I listen to albums cover to cover, front to back. I listen to every single song and I pick things out, you know what I mean, that, that I felt was significant to the culture. And if you don't do that, like to me, like you cannot consider yourself a hip hop head. You just cannot, like, so mm. I want to put that out there first. Well, first off, my shout is going to AJP Dub. AJ, thank you so much, my dude, for bracing your, uh, your appearance on the show this week, man. I know the fans are going to be excited. I'm excited to have you back. Uh, Much love to you and your beautiful bride, man, Uh, much love to you all in the future, Uh, and uh, also like you mentioned, shout out to K-Dog, man, K-Dog, we gotta get you on the show, man, get well, brother, I I miss you, I need you to get well so we can get after this money. Uh, Shout out goes to DB Entertainment, got that shirt on today, shout out to Dion, the whole DB Entertainment crew, we did a show last week with uh, Mac Xavier and their their whole crew, man, I'm a huge fan of their music and keeping the culture alive. And lastly, my shout-out is going to hip-hop, you know what I mean? Like, without, without hip-hop, none of this is possible. Uh, so I'm so glad to be a fan and so happy to have this platform that I've been blessed with, that I can bless others with, uh, to come on there and, uh, and, and do the thing and get recognized, all right? So uh, with that in mind, next week we're going to be doing a special show with Ice Cube. So we're about halfway through the season, you guys. And we start hitting some of the big dominoes in the early 90s. And Ice Cube is probably, I would say, one of the first big dominoes we're gonna start knocking down. So Ice Cube is coming up next. We're gonna have uh, my favorite couple coming in to come to the studio with us. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. We Fit Sports, come hang out with me. We're gonna chop it up by Ice Cube. But AJ, shout out to you. Shout out to Frank. Shout out to hip hop. I love you guys. I'll see you guys soon, man, I right, 100.